guys. We're back, guys and girls. Uh, December 9th, we are putting these things out every Monday, 9 a.m. I'm working hard to uh, get that done. So, um, yeah, so if you haven't noticed, uh, just to go over a quick little overview of how the podcast works, we or I put out uh, the podcast on YouTube and uh, obviously like any kind of way of listening to a podcast, um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, etc., it mainly goes on to anchor.fm slash roaming lost and gets spread out through there. And the main area, the main hub is roamingloss.co. That's the website. Uh, in the blog, you can um, get all the, each blog has uh, links to all the info and, and whatnot. So be sure to check it out, roamingloss.co. And in this episode, we're talking with my buddy, Adam Schock, he is uh, the main the main guy uh, doing Colfax Design Works, and he makes uh, bags and accessories. And uh, he uh, he also works for other companies, and um, is mainly you know his job title I guess is product designer. Um, rides motorcycles, goes on cool tri- cool trips, and if you want to check him out, it's uh, at Colfax Design Works. And on Instagram, so yeah, let's uh, let's jump into it and uh, talk with uh, Adam here. Anyways, so I'm here with Adam Shock, Colfax Design Works Co. No Co. No Co. Design you know, after works. I came up with the name, which took me a long time to to finally find one that I like. Yeah. Uh, I realize it makes for the longest email address ever because oh, it's yeah. you know yeah. ashock at colfaxdesignworks.com. Yeah. Which I just realized I said on your podcast now, so I might get some emails coming through. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe they're good emails. <laughs> maybe they're good. Hopefully they're good emails. <laughs> yeah. Um, that I realized I was like, that's a really long email address. Yeah. And I should have just made it like at cdw.com. Oh yeah, that's a good point. You can always do that now. You can you can do that anytime. It's true. It's a pain in the butt. It's a pain in the butt. Yeah, like dealing with uh, I don't know if you use G Suite or whatever. You just have to redo a whole new email th- system, which is pain pain. Yeah. And then you got to tell everyone about your new email, and it's even more of a pain. But um, where, so then where did you get the, where where how did you come up with the name? I actually don't know any. I didn't. I don't know this. Uh, I grew up out in Colorado, uh, lived in Denver for a while. And, uh, Colfax was one of the main streets that ran through, uh, okay. uh, that we used to live right off of and we used to go tear it up nice. out on Colfax Avenue. Yeah. It kind of, if I'm thinking of Denver, I can kind of, it kind of reminds me of like probably been on a street on that street. Yeah. Cause I think it's one of the longest running streets in the U S. Oh, really? Yeah, it goes for a long time. They have a the Colfax Marathon. That oh, okay. runs pretty much down the entire thing. Nice. Um, so you mainly make bags, but that's not that's not what you do. That's you, you kind of like uh, what's what would, is are you an engineer or product uh, designer or um, get classified as a product designer? Okay. But I think it's a little bit more than that. Yeah. You know, it's development, sourcing, 
Um, and even, you know, trying to incorporate like how these products are going to get made. So even like the production aspect. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, you the, basically do, well, you're a one man show for the bags. One man show. So, yeah. So you even make them. So some of them, like, yeah, some of them. Well, obviously, I mean, you think, I think you make all your samples. Yeah. I, I do all so, the early development stuff. Yeah. Um, but with the RF welding bags, the dry bags, mm-hmm. um, I don't have the machine to yeah, do yeah. that. And so I usually just start off doing, um, just sewn samples yeah. you know, to kind of get the dimensions or placements, right. Of zippers or all sorts of different stuff and, and yeah. kind of working through some of the feature sets. Um, and then handing that off to my manufacturer and working with them to actually make the the samples of those. But okay. like all the, the cut and sewn like pouches and all yeah. that stuff. Camera straps. Camera straps is all done in-house. Yeah. Nice. And then, um, oh, that was a speaker. That was my speaker that just turned off. Oh. Um, so um, that caught me off guard. Uh, so you... Pretty much make you make the samples in house, like you make them at, at your home in mm-hmm. the garage. Yeah. So it's real small, small uh, uh, overhead and just like you know, just what would you call that? Like uh, I'm thinking of like a garage band, <laughs> but like the, <laughs> the clothing version. <laughs> you know what I mean? Garage. It's brand. It's like, yeah, garage brand, punk, punk brands. <laughs> it's super. It's super punk. Yeah. But uh, but you also do it for other companies. I do, yeah. yeah. You know, half the business is the branded goods, which everybody sees on, like, Instagram and yeah. on website that I sell, branded under the, the Colfax brand. And then the other side of the business is contract design development, yeah. uh, production for bags, other technical accessories. Cool. And what what, like, what are some of the, like, is there anything that people would know that you've brought to market? Uh, yeah, just recently or not just recently and a little bit ago, uh, the answer wolf, uh, tactical vest. For, oh yeah, that's right. Mm, yeah. That was one of my, uh, those are cool. Yeah. That was, a, that was a good project. I yeah. think that's, that's like one of the products that I'm really stoked on. And, uh, number two is like, you know, talking about like the process of like how things are made and testing that was done really well. We, we did uh, uh, early kind of concept sketching and and working back and forth with the ant, the guys over at Answer yeah. um, to kind of come up with the the concept and then uh, sent off the designs. Most of the contract stuff is done overseas just due to cost. Yeah. Um, versus made in the U.S. You know, versus overseas, and uh, so we flew overseas to my partner factory over there uh, to review samples. Uh, made some comments. We got a second set of samples done. And then uh, Scott from Answer and I took the samples, flew from Ho Chi Minh up to Hanoi mm, and yeah. rented some motorbikes and uh, cruised around for four days. We we're testing the product out in the out in the field, um, which is pretty awesome. Could, could be worse. <laughs> could be worse. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you like using the product for its intended use. Yeah. Uh, I think is critical. It's like the no, it's no, it's not the best R and D you could possibly. Exactly. I mean, some, sometimes it's not fully abused, you know, in a way. Yeah. You know, it's like, you know, it gets R and D gets you by. Yeah. But yeah, that's like, that's true testing. Not only that, but it also, 
I think brings like a lot of insight yeah. into the product and like how it should be used or, or making it better or making it better. Like yeah. things that you think, you know, you're, you're, or problems that you're solving, you're actually not, you're making it worse, you know, yeah. potentially by, you know, arrangements of pockets or the way like a seam is folded, you know, or where a straps located. Yeah. Um, or even just feature sets in general, like, you know, you think you need, a hydration bladder, but you really don't, or, you know, you need this extra sternum strap and you just come to find out that it's, you know, more cumbersome than what it's worth. So, yeah. Yeah. So, um, with the products that you put out, um, for, for under your name, you, it's all American made though, right? It's all American made. Yeah. yeah. Um, so well, how do? so, I mean, we've talked about this, but how do you, how do you like producing, products that are American made versus going on the cheaper route. Why, why is it better to you? I mean, there's the obvious, there's the obvious reasons. Like what would you say the obvious reasons are? Cause I think there's a big misconception about this. Giving other people, other Americans jobs. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe like quality control. Mm, like, mm, no, nope. I think yeah. that's a big misconception. Really? Yeah, you, I mean, you got to understand these overseas factories. And when I say overseas, like you're talking China, Southeast Asia, Philippines, Indonesia. Yeah. Um, they're very good at what they do. Yeah. They're very good. I mean, they're doing it. They've been doing it. A significant amount more time than than probably a shot, like a, than a, a, you know, a place in America. Yes and no. I mean, I think there's a, there's definitely an interesting history about like the, production usa made production yeah you know there was a big shift from you know after the war you know eventually we, we started shifting production overseas you know labor rates were cheaper yeah um we could get the cost down and i think we kind of done it to ourselves you know this i call it like the walmart effect and that we you know we ex we expect products to be as cheap as possible and i think for a, for a while it's starting to shift now that people just you know, didn't really care where it was made. Yeah. You know, that all they really cared the about price. was the price. Yeah. And I think that, you know, definitely it's been shifting now of people want to know not only where it's made, what is it made out of, yeah. who's actually making it. Um, and, but as far as quality goes, you know, products have been made, being made overseas for a long time and they're very efficient at it. Yeah. Um, I think like I was actually just talking with somebody else about this, about like, even within the industries of how, you know, efficient footwear factories are compared to like a bag factory. Huh. Um, it's, it's kind of night and day difference. And wow. I think the bag industry is uh, definitely due for some, some more uh, innovation as far as production goes. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not to say there's not factories out there doing it, but I think it's just trying to catch on to it. And, yeah. And, growing that a little bit more yeah, on the same level as shoes yeah uh, <laughs> uh, i mean even with shoes like i mean or even bags like going back to bags like people think you know there's a lot of machines that will just like do a lot of the steps and it's actually still done by hand oh uh, okay you know, versus a shoe yeah or yeah. like shoe might be more you know, like injection molding or you know yeah, yeah. or molding the lowers and it's you know bunch but, of glue bunch of glue yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, so the the um but to, I think to answer your question about yeah. the QC, I mean, an overseas factory is very diligent about making sure that every bag that's 
getting put into a box and getting shipped over here is is yeah. perfect. But how do you so then how do you see the um, the customer side react towards American because you touched on just a tad, but American versus overseas because you said more people are trying to be aware, I guess, um, mm-hmm. you know, being more sustainable products and like, you know, that whole thing. Where do you, where do you think that that's going? Because it seemed to grow quite a bit this year, or uh, at, least, at least I've noticed it more this year. Personally. Yeah, um, definitely. There's more an interest in the sustainable goods. And, yeah. and I think that the idea of like what it's made out of, of recycled nylons or polyesters, um, yeah. taking, you know, the regrind plastic water bottles and mixing that in with, you know, different other blends of threads to, to make yeah. the fabrics. Your textiles. Shirts are, um, partially plastic. Right? Yeah. Yeah. They take the, they take the plastic water bottles, grind it up and then make a, a thread and then kind of weave that together with, uh, either a cotton or a nylon, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and then actually so it's make like it. partially partially. Yeah. It's, it's partially like, it's like for every t-shirt, it's five water bottles. Oh, okay. I mean, it's better than no water bottles, right? That's right, yeah. <laughs> I mean, the other, I mean, touching on, like, the American-made stuff, uh, which uh, I am a big fan of. You know, I'm a proponent. I do make uh, all the branded stuff here in the U.S. Is, yeah. And a lot of brands I don't think talk about this is the environmental reasons. Oh, gotcha. I mean, you're talking, you know, for me to go to, up to my production facility to get the stuff made is, you know, not that far compared to making stuff over in China or Vietnam or anywhere, yeah. and then shipping it on a boat over here. And yeah. You, you got to figure the transportation industry is actually, nobody likes to talk about this, about how much they actually uh, pollute or. Oh, yeah. Well, I was just watching a thing about the, it was, we were just, I was just watching the Tesla thing. Uh-huh. It's, uh, I saw it on Instagram, I think, today um, about how a diesel engine produces the same co2 as a factory a tesla like factory yeah so for every car it's like you're you're still it's still the same amount of like output but just in a different way in a in in a different way yeah i saw something similar about that about how you know mining the the rare earth or materials lithium all lithium and stuff but you know it's still being mined by you know trucks that are run on diesel and but at the same time, like, is it just a shift, you know? Yeah, yeah. You know, is it that there are, there are no electric earth movers and diggers yeah, yeah. and, you know? Yeah. Uh, they just, technology well, hasn't gotten Tesla, to that point. Tesla put out that, that semi thing, right? I mean, or like they're going to. the. I haven't seen that one. The Yeah, it's like a six wheel or, or whatever the, the semis are, uh-huh. however many wheels there are. Um but yeah, I, I saw one. I saw a video of one driving. It would look like a semi, but it was a Tesla. So I mean, oh, the autonomous yeah. driver. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And you know, it's. I guess that's a, a step in that direction. But you still had to ma- produce the vehicle. The batteries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and well, and even the factory that made the car. Mm-hmm. Because I'm sure that car there. I'm. Well, I don't know. Maybe the factories run on electric. But either way, I thought all the Tesla factories were solar powered. Were they? I or thought they? so. That'd be it. I mean, I didn't know. I wouldn't. I don't really know much about Tesla. I don't either. But anyways, like uh, either way, someone's mining something for something. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you can't really escape it until we find like a, a renewable, renewable energy that doesn't like. Yeah. 
like come from anywhere. I, I mean, guess. the other thing I was reading about, and I got to start looking this up, is somebody was talking about glass batteries oh, compared to lithium ion. Apparently, yeah. they're supposed to be better. Huh. Yeah, and I don't know. glass is easy to manufacture. It's just sand. Oh, yeah. That's a good point. It's a lot easier think, to uh, mine up than the lithium ion. Yeah, the... Um, AGM batteries, those are, I think those are partially, those are the glass ones. Are they? I don't know so. that much about the technology, I but either. I saw it and I was intrigued. So yeah. I figured I'd go down the rabbit hole and I'm sure yeah. spend half a day researching <laughs> glass batteries now. Yeah. Um, so anything, it was, what do you, like, what would you say is the difficulty of like doing, there's kind of a two part question. What would you say the difficulty of being an entrepreneur now? These are deep questions, right? Yeah. Entrepreneur now with like social media, blah, blah, blah. Untraditional, you know, way. Cause like if, like back when, when I was like 18, I would have never thought to be like a, my own, I would, I would have to work for a company, right? Yeah. Like you have to, you know, get 401k, like mm-hmm. health insurance and all this mm-hmm. shit. But now everyone is fucking freelancer. Yeah. Or for the, seems like, you know, especially mm-hmm. in our groups and realms and all that. Um, what do you think is difficult about doing that nowadays um, versus, like, I guess the traditional? I, I mean, you might have not experienced the traditional, but what do you think of, like, everyone competing to start their own company and blah, blah, blah? Uh, I don't think they're like competing. I Not think... competing, but like, um, you know, pretty much anyone can start a company, right? Yeah, I'd say For the it's, most part. Well, it's it's easier now than ever. Yeah, with the with the tools and technology, you know about. But you're obviously you have other independent bad companies that you probably are aware of, right? Yeah. So it's like, what do you think of um, what do you think of like that like. That comp not it's like it's not competition because they're you're probably all a little different, but mm-hmm. um, well, I think there's a difference. Like, I some people I talk to you like kind of have that idea of like it's a competition, and yeah, and I think for a lot of us that have gone out and start something, I mean, you can't ever knock somebody else's hustle, yeah, no, because you know? you're doing the same thing, you're right? doing the same thing. You might not like their product or you might not agree with you know, some of their marketing choices, but at the same time, like who am I to judge them? You know, they're trying to make a dollar just like me. For sure. Um, so do you you find it, um, like easier? Well, it's it's a little, it's obviously it's easier with social media. Like, what do you think of like using that kind of stuff? Like to grow your business? Uh, do you like that or do you, do you, do you hate that part of the hustle? I don't like it too much. Yeah. I really don't. I think for me, I'd, I'd rather be spending time in my studio, like cutting fabric yeah. and sewing and like thinking through ideas rather than worrying about what time I should send post this post it, out. Yeah. Because if I if I post it at Tuesday at 9 a.m., I'm going to get, yeah. you know, 4% more likes compared yeah, yeah. to, you know, uh, a Thursday at 2 p.m. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the point so, of the question was like, for me, I find myself not shooting photos as much as I would like, because that's the fun part, right? That's why I want to do it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I am 90% doing all the other stuff or I'm doing like, I have to do a podcast cause I was like just going crazy, just, you know, taking photos for work or whatever, uh-huh. you know, just to switch it up. But, um, it's the other stuff that kind of like drains the, the like creative part. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, it's, it's funny cause some people like it. Some people love, I mean, they're more of a businessman, I guess than I, but, or, you know, whoever else, mm-hmm. But um, it's always interesting to hear people's takes on the new marketing ways of things. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'm as much as I dislike it and having to do with it, yeah. um, I'm thankful for it just because, you know, to get an Instagram account for free. Yeah, yeah, totally. You know, it's a way to reach an audience that doesn't. That you didn't have before. I didn't have before. You know, before it was always like. Oh, I need to take an ad in a magazine and those magazines. Just cross your fingers. Yeah. (laughs) But But I mean, it's even shifted. I mean, like these trend blogs, I mean, some of them out there, they want buku bucks just to get a feature. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, that's a business to them. They started this trend blog and, you know, they get so many views a day and, you know, they can help, you know, promote your products and your brand. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I mean, God, I think what was it like? What has I heard? Hype Beast. One of the oh, big yeah. Ones is like Hype Beast is up there. Ten thousand or something a post. Yeah, I guess it depends on where 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 you want it on their on their blog. But, yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of these are like, we'll post something about you and we'll keep it up at the top. Yeah, for, you yeah. know, three days. X amount of days. It's pretty much like uh, billboard ads. It is but it's digital billboards. Yeah. Um, but the, the one thing I like that you do is cause you just did this, uh, the other day is the events, like the karyology thing. Yeah. Like, uh, I think seeing, especially for you with your product, cause it's so much night. It's like, it's so hard to tell the quality aspect on the internet, but yeah. to see it in person, it's a, I think it's a much different experience, but, um, well, I think that's because the product is kind of more on the simplistic side. Um, It's not feature rich where, you know, I think there's kind of two, I was actually talking about this at that event. I mean, carryology guys are great. Um, uh, You know, they're dedicated to all things carry and travel. And um, they really know their stuff and the whole staff over there is great. And um, the event was pretty cool just because it was a bunch of fellow gear guys and, you know, bags, you know, people geek out on and, a lot of people wearing bags as well. A lot of people wearing bags. A lot of, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and uh, also shout out to to Brown Buffalo for hosting that event and opening up the what studio. Is, what is that? Just real quick. Uh, Brown Buffalo is kind of similar story, I think, to Colfax. You know, uh, they make bags though. They make bags. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and he's been doing it much longer than I have. Is it leather? No, uh, no, they're all like uh, nylons, gotcha. and canvas, and that kind of stuff. Oh, cool. Um, and um, but he has a, a shop down in Costa Mesa that he makes stuff out of as well, and he also does some consulting. Yeah. Uh, the other cool thing he does is uh, he opens up his studio to these classes where you can go and uh, learn how to sew and actually make a bag. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's rad. And I think it's. I think a lot of people go into it thinking it's going to be a lot, like a lot easier to make a bag. Yeah. And then what it really is and all the steps on yeah. it. Um, quickly, quickly realize the difficulty. Yeah. <laughs> or the amount of steps that go into it. And I think yeah. like going back to one of your questions, you talked, you know, about overseas and mentioned like the, 
I kind of call it the Walmart effect and that we've done this to ourselves and expect products to be as cheap as they are. But yeah. there's a, there's a separation of like, if I was to give you a product, say a bag, right? Mm-hmm. You know, cause we're talking about bags right now. And I said, how much is X bag worth to you? And you, I don't know, yeah. say 60 bucks, 80 bucks, hundred bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. But then if I turn around, I said, what would it cost me to have you produce said bag? Right. I want you to cut and sew and, and assemble and, and do everything. I mean, you'd probably want way more money yeah, than what that Yeah, the number goes up for sure. Exactly. Yeah. So there's that separation of like what we hold a value of something and like the manpower, the man hours yeah. to make it. Yeah. And I think that's where that like May in the USA kind of comes into like, yeah. you know, overseas labor rates are much cheaper than uh, American labor rates. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, uh, I think the American made, it's it's got it's definitely a pride part aspect for, for me at least it's yeah. like my american maids clothing or whatever like i feel like is worth more because and it usually is more um because it's like it's it just feels nicer than the cheaper stuff that i would yeah. i could get and that i have gotten and ruined like much faster you know what I mean? But like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just see, I feel like. I think the big I, question is like, what percentage more is made in the USA worth to you? Yeah. Yeah. Like you the know? amount of like dollar wise. Dollar wise. Yeah. Is it 10% more? You know, if the said bag is a hundred dollars I mean, overseas is a made in the USA one worth $110, yeah. 120, 130. And it's a sliding scale. can be like, depending on who you're talking to, some people just don't care. Oh, and yeah, some totally. people are saying they're willing to pay twice as much. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think uh, if like if if I had an example, it'd be pants, like or jeans or whatever. Um, the ones that I've spent two two hundred fifty dollars on versus a hundred dollars, I mean, they've lasted much longer. Yeah. So that value to me was worth it. Mm-hmm. Like a hundred fifty dollar difference. Like, yeah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. Like double double the amount for, but. But then you're doubling the if well hopefully you're doubling the time of use, so it ends up being the same. Yeah. But a little bit you know, a little bit less wasteful. I'm a little bit funny with clothes though. Like for me, I'm willing to spend more for nicer stuff. Yeah. But I tend to wear it more. Yeah. So, so then you're wearing. I it wear more. it out more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I know it's like a double-edged sword, I guess. But I'd rather spend, you know, two hundred dollars on a pair of pants. And know that, you know, it's like my everyday pair of pants. Yeah, that yeah. I, you know, I love I definitely it. have less, like, less of things if they last longer. And I think that's where it's kind of shifting towards. Like, yeah, I minimal. think this idea of, like, minimalism. Yeah. Like, I don't need five pairs of pants, you yeah. know. I can get away with three. Yeah. But I'm willing to spend more money to know that it's either going to last longer or the quality's better or I like it better, you know, than, yeah. uh, than own quality over quantity anymore yeah i think a lot a lot of people are are well not a lot but a good amount of people are quality over quantity especially like the people that go to those events like that you were that you were just in it's like obviously they're there to find a product mm-hmm. that is not like 50 bucks it's yeah. going to be much more expensive but um maybe it's it replaces or 
is something that they were looking for. Yeah. You know, and, uh, you know, we're talking about like technology and like social media too. It's so easy for people to go online and read reviews anymore. Of, like, yeah. You know, if a company charges a lot of money for set products and they end up failing or wearing out really fast, like, you know, people are quick to call you out on it too. Yeah, that's true. It's, uh, it's hard to hide from people and then, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> But yeah, I think uh, I think there's definitely a place, obviously, for for a higher quality product anytime, mm -hmm. no matter what, no matter where it's being made, you know? Yeah, I think the brands are doing really good, too, about educating people yeah. on quality. Now, there's still a bunch out there that are, you know, premium such and such, and it's really yeah. not, you know. Yeah, it's uh, just the premium tag. Yeah, just, onto yeah it. exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's just... Uh, definitely it's it's getting there it's like it's not not ever not it's not it's with any kind of like thing education yeah. seems to be really important especially now like especially with like the off-road stuff yeah and the um like with the cleanup and stuff it's like just adding education into what we're talking about mm -hmm. is like is even more beneficial than actually picking up trash because it prevents the future of it versus like, you know, like the past of it. Cause you can't really change the past. Yeah. But we're getting that conversation talking, you know, I mean, I struggle with it cause I did both cleanups. Yeah. And the first one, I was just amazed by how much trash was out there. I, yeah. It, it's pretty mind. mind like I left just, really down on humanity <laughs> yeah. and really puts you in a dark place. <laughs> it really did. And, uh, we were, I was driving home. My buddy came out with me. I dragged him out to the desert. Um, he's the only one that ended up, uh, cutting his finger. Yeah. That's open. right. That's he had right. To go get yeah. Stitches. Yeah. That's why we have a liability form now. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but he was up on his tetanus shot. So it was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we were discussing this about how are we just enabling other people to go out and trash public lands yeah and you know by or like be even beach cleanup same i think it's the same idea you know yeah. it's public it's public land we all go and use it and love it and we should take care of it yeah um and uh on our way home we were discussing about this idea of are we enabling other people to be like well we can trash it because somebody else is going to come and do a cleanup day yeah i um, mean that is a depressing ass uh, way to look at it, but I guess it's a point. Well, yeah, and it was I know on the on the downside, but I think after <laughs> cleaning up trash for a day out in yeah, the desert, yeah. I mean, I felt good about myself, yeah, but I felt a good about, not so down good about on society. Yeah. But so when we went to the second clean out or clean out clean up, uh, you know, it was it was really great to hear that you guys went and scouted the areas that we did the first year. Yeah. Yeah. And they were and they're like, Oh, they're still really good. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, so, that's yeah, nice. That, yeah. I guess we true. are making a difference, you know? And yeah, I mean, so yeah, March, the last one was in March. I mean, it's a good amount of time, especially because of summer, like, mm -hmm. you know, like that's obviously busy time, um, for, uh, I mean, from spring to fall, it's like big, that's busy time for the park. So, um, and that area is like the number one uh, overflow spot. So, yeah, I mean, and it's also it's also shooting area. I mean, each time we talk about it, it's like it's the same information, but it's uh, it's it's just it's nice that it's it's getting a little bit better. We 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 did a lot that last time, yeah, which was insane. But 
but again, there was still trash left. So, but, but yeah, I think the, I, I think right. the conversation, it's bringing awareness to it. Yeah. The awareness is what's important. There was a study done about uh, trying to improve people's usage of power oh, consumption. Okay. Yeah. And so they were trying different tactics to get people to lower their usage of energy. And, you know, they're trying different ways. And the number one reason or, or the number one effective way to do it is to say that your neighbor is actually more conservative about uh, consuming power than make you it are. Making a competition. Making it a competition. Yeah. And so I, I think the bringing awareness kind of is that like, well, everybody else letters. I don't. Yeah. If, in fact, I actually go out and pick up trash. Yeah. It's like a brownie I'm, point. It's a brownie point. Yeah. And I pick up more trash than you do. <laughs> yeah. And then that, you know, that kind of turns it snowballs really quickly. Yeah. The, um, the very first talks of how we would do the raffle tickets, that was a conversation of how to make it or, or like not how to make it, but like, um, should it be a competition? And I was strongly, I mean, it was me battling with me cause I was the first one <laughs> just in my head. Cause I was not, <laughs> I pretty much put on the first one and Jordan helped out um, and whatnot. So it's like, uh, yeah, it's like, I don't want people battling. Like, I don't want to battle over trash. It's like, let's just go do it, you know? Yeah. And, but it does, it does put a, a uh, competition makes people work a hell of a lot harder. Mm -hmm. So especially if it's for something like, you know, raffle ticket or, you know, there's like a, a tangible prize at yeah. the end, but I don't think we'll ever, I don't think we'll ever make it a competition, but yeah, I think, uh, I think that's a valid way to get people to do shit. It is. <laughs> Just, I think that kind of like, isn't that capitalism at its finest? <laughs> yeah. You know, it's like why, why I need to try to make my products better than somebody else's products. Yeah. You know, it's all competition. Yeah, it is. And in, in, in a way it's like, it's same. That's the same with uh, like the products and even what I do, what you do. It's like there's a lot of good people that are are good at what they do out there. There like are really good photographers, much better than I. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't mean I can't not do it, and it doesn't mean we can't work. Like I, you know, it's it's nice to work with other photographers and stuff too. So, but, but does it depress you like seeing maybe? another photographer that you don't think is as good as you, but they are, but they are successful or successful. Yeah. But it, they must be better at something else than I'm not the marketing or the, yeah. bu the business side of it. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And, but like the thing is, is like I live off of photography and I hardly post work stuff. So it's like, I'm doing just fine. Yeah. You know, like there's, it's like, I don't, I don't need, the way I do my work is not through social media. I, I don't get hired. I like like ten percent get hired through Instagram. Where do you find most of the clients then? Uh, just like word of mouth. Word of mouth, cold calls, cold yeah. emails. Like, yeah, just hu like hustling in the way of like how a lot of other people don't do. Yeah. So, and I feel like that was that's more success. I'm that's more that's more of a success rate for me than it is being like I'll post your fucking your bag. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like no one wants to fucking no one wants that. Like no one wants that from my following. You know what I mean? At least I don't think so because I don't think people follow me to get like gear reviews and stuff like that. Maybe I don't know. They do, but maybe I mean I don't know. Um, 
And if they do, let me know. I don't know. Shit. Yeah, I get But, you know, some people say, like, I need to post more about, like, the client side yeah, of the business. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, like, what other products I'm working on. For, I mean, I like, for I the, would like to see it, too. See, there you go. But so why wouldn't people want to uh, I hear guess your thoughts on product? This is my, uh, this is my behind the scenes is talking with other people. <laughs> I don't know. I just, uh, I, I'm like, it's funny because I'm, I'm, I'm a private person, mm-hmm. but I'm not. Like I, I still, I like, I do the vlogging and like, I, I'm selective yeah. of, with my, um, of what I put out there. But then there's some people that put everything out there and they, they might be the ones that are more successful, but it's only because you're seeing all the positive. You're not seeing the other side of it. Yeah. I and mean, that, definitely Instagram is very, it's one sided. It's very one sided. Yeah. I thought it'd be hilarious to start an account that's just like nothing but terrible things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's about like news. my day. No, about like my day. If you were completely <laughs> honest on what you did every day, what did I do? Let's, okay, I'll be completely honest with what okay. I did this today. Okay. I woke up at 10 a.m. I hate you already. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, but I didn't go to bed till three. So, for whatever reason, stress anxiety like i couldn't go to sleep mm-hmm. um woke up at 10 i played with the dog outside like throwing the ball around yeah. made some coffee drank some coffee and then just sat here and waited for you yeah sorry i was like no but that's all i did today i mean at least that's all i've done so far you know and there's nothing glamorous about that mm-hmm I mean, yesterday I sent out a couple emails, but it's like there's in the within the last 12 hours, you know, I haven't really done anything like super exciting. But some people, it seems like they're fucking super exciting all the time. And that's I just think that's what they want you to see. Yeah, you know, it's it's, it's a kind of a facade. No, it is. But it works. I think it does work. Yeah, because definitely makes you feel like crap. Like when you're sitting around. So I mean, what, do you, what do you think about Instagram taking away the likes? Oh, I, I was actually, I'm all for it. I am too. Because I, like I said, I don't really make money off likes or like a social yeah. response. Mm-hmm. It's definitely like a part of what I do and like how I tell stories or whatever. Yeah. And way to, it's a way of sharing and, and connecting and like, you know, whatever other stuff. But for like work wise, it doesn't really affect. I don't think it will affect anything because I'm not an influencer. I'm a photographer. Yeah. So I feel like social media is made, not made for, but like used more for influencing people mm-hmm. versus like a portfolio in a way. I think that everybody says like influencers are still the future for advertising. And yeah, uh, I think there's going to be, I think there's actually going to be a shift coming because I don't think they're as effective as I don't think they are as these companies think they are. Yeah. It's hard. And I know it's hard to equip or, you know, draw a correlation between like, you know, what this person is posting about my company and how much does that translate into sales? Yeah. I I know you can't, you can't really, it's hard to track. It's hard to track, but Unless you're doing like the, I think after so much time it's been going on, these companies aren't seeing the return that they initially thought. Yeah, the return or the return investment was so high right at the beginning that um, because it was it was really cheap then. 
Well, yeah. It was cheaper, not really cheap. And there cheaper. was less uh, people doing people it. People doing it. Now there is an abundance of oh, yeah. people. There's, I mean, there's micro influencers. There's like, like it just goes. It hits every market, mm-hmm. and uh, and I don't know how anyone affords to live off of an influencer salary, but. Uh, I don't know if that's like even a thing, but like to make a hundred bucks on a post, I, there's no way I could do yeah. do that for a living. Um, I think thing, the idea, the the end goal for that is like trying to be like an ambassador for a brand. Yeah, you know, which is which is more something that I would be into than I would, because if like if it's a part of my gear or like you know like if it's a part of my life and I'm mm-hmm. using it, then obviously I'm using it for a reason. I'm not like trying to like hustle this these bags yeah. for like you know what I mean like the camera bags I use it's like they're all low pro because they're fucking good bags yeah and I don't really they're like I have two low pro bags right on the other side of you <laughs> but like you know it's like um and and if people want to go check it out then you know by all means but I'm not trying to sell them a bag you know I think that's more effective than you trying to sell them a bag. Yeah. Now that's, that's fine, but it's, it's definitely, it feel, it makes me feel a little bit better to yeah. not be like, um, trying to, to take or to give someone else's money to another company, basically, yeah. but, or make people feel like they need that. They don't need that bag. It's, I mean, I'm in the same boat. Like I, I tell, like I'd always undersell, I think the Colfax bags, yeah. like you don't need it. You don't I mean, need I'm it, but, really happy if you want to buy one. But those, but like, yeah, but there's others, there's but other also, selling points for your bags. Yeah. Quality, durability. Like, but it's just it's like, like catch 22, right? Like, yeah, yeah. I want to make products, but at the same time, I think you don't as, want to be a salesperson. No, I, won't, I don't want to be, yeah, that's true. I don't want to be a salesperson. Yeah. But the second, the opposite side is, I think we make too much stuff as like a, a species. Yeah. So here I am trying to make like good quality bags so they last longer. But at the same time, I get down on myself because I'm making, I'm contributing to the amount of stuff we make. Yeah. But you might be replacing a bag that is just going to go in the landfill every other year. That's what I, I mean? hope. Yeah. But I mean, there's no control over that. You can't really, you can't control that. I can't that. control that. Yeah. I mean, the only thing I can control is trying to control the quality of the bags. Yeah. Yeah, you and, know, and, and the and longer the bag lasts, the even better. if it doesn't stay with the one person that bought it, yeah, and it just you know doesn't go to the landfill or doesn't mm-hmm. get trashed or whatever, then it's it, it's it's gonna live on. It's like I have a there's like a bunch of I mean there's plates from seventy three seventy five. I collect license plates from New Hampshire. <laughs> because <laughs> they say live free or die <laughs> they're they're pretty awesome but it's like at least that's not in the trash like i'm stuck that it's not it's mm-hmm. lived i mean i even have even older ones where are they they're in the closet but you know at least they're not in a you know a what i mean it's like a dump or whatever yeah. like they're whoever's they were that you know it's like it's cool that i don't know have someone's history it must have it would probably on 73 it probably would on a sick ass car Probably. But yeah, I mean, you know, and then there's like a, a freaking hiking bag behind you. It's like, yeah. I don't know. It's just, uh, I, I guess I, I, I'm not a minimalist at all. I have a lot of stuff, but at least I have the stuff for a long, long period of time. And that definitely makes me feel a little bit better about having it mm-hmm. versus, you know, getting Walmart stuff. And, Fast fashion. Yeah. yeah. So 
I know. I heard yeah. there's a big issue with the fast fashion. So, yeah. like all the used clothes, you know, say you're going to like Goodwill or yeah. any of that stuff, um, stuff that doesn't even sell there, like yeah. what happens to it. Oh, yeah. They actually bundle it up and they sell it by the metric ton. Oh. And they send it to third world countries and they can buy it and then sell it over there. Oh. But the quality now is getting so bad because of the, the fast fashion that yeah. they, they're not buying it. Oh, so then just So it just goes, ends up in the landfills. Yeah. Wow. That even... Wouldn't even thought of that. Yeah. It's like, why wouldn't you just donate it then? They do. They do. They donate it. Yeah. Right. And then the donation, the donation centers don't even want it because oh, they can't sell it. That's crazy. Because it, it's just it's meant to last, I don't know, a yeah. handful of times wearing Maybe it. less than a year. Yeah. I mean. And then it just falls apart. And then the other stuff is because it's made so poorly that they can't, they, you know, the materials or the the printing or like whatever, uh, it's it's even worse. Yeah, it just doesn't go anywhere. Nope. Brutal. So you can wear a shirt for nine ninety nine for a handful of times because you're going out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're going out in a nine dollar shirt, but <laughs> shit, that shirt might be that's probably right. <laughs> Spending twenty dollars on a cocktail. Yeah, yeah, your shirt was cheaper than your cocktail. Yeah, that's true. That's crazy. Well, if there was a, if there was anything that you could tell tell people about, like what you do, and like kind of like any advice or you know, because I feel like uh, what you do is not so common anymore. It's not like like people aren't going to be welders and like, you know, they're not doing like these jobs that I feel like are as like glamorous mm -hmm. in a way. Cause, um, I mean, I guess, you know, product design is obviously there's tons of people that do product design, but like in the way of, um, sustainable and like people are interested in the people that are interested in kind of like leading that kind of like, uh, product. Is there anything that you might, be able to like um, offer as advice to kind of lead them in a way of being better with their products or, you know, I don't know. I think it's just being more aware. Yeah. Education. You know, education. Yeah. Uh, companies are getting really savvy about, you know, trying to educate the consumer. Yeah. The information's out there. And, but at the same time, like I know I'm at fault. Like, you don't you don't see all this stuff on the Colfax website, which I probably should post uh, you know it's more I mean, that could be conversations you yeah know, i always try to talk about it if people are interested in it yeah well i think that's like that's a big part of why or it gives you an opportunity of like talking with people in those events style um or on a podcast yeah or a podcast <laughs> which, which have you done a, is this your first it's my first podcast i've had a bunch of first my the one that's coming out the second episode is his first podcast and yeah. he's like a travel photographer, but, um, but, um, you know, but yeah, I, I mean like talking about it. Yeah. But I always try to be like behind the scenes. Yeah. Like I don't, I'd rather have like the product. Actually, I'd rather have the product, like the most forefront. Yeah. Like if you see anything, I hope it's just one of the bags. Yeah. Uh, the next up would be like, you know, I guess the website or the information. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I'll, I'm happy being behind the curtain. Yeah. I feel, yeah. I, 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 get 
caught between the two. Like, but, I, I do like being behind the scenes. But one of my friends, he had some good advice. He's like, people believe in people, not brands. Yeah. That's a good point. That's a really Dang. good point. That's a, that one, that one burns a little. That did, that did. <laughs> but it's true. Cause like, I mean, you can, brands like come and go, but if you mm -hmm. put a, a human behind it, it's like kind of like, it kind of gives it a little bit more life than just the just company shoe or whatever. Yeah. yeah. And I think, um, people can appreciate it more mm -hmm. versus like, they just pass over it just because it's uh, just another like duffel bag. You know, it's like yeah. you're talking about it. You're trying to be aware. You're trying to educate. It's like there's a lot to it than just a bag, mm -hmm. you know. Um, but like, yeah, it's hard to be in the forefront if you're not really used to it. Yeah. Which I've never like, you know, I've never been like that. I've always been like kind of like an uncool kid, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's like. I'm trying to be in the forefront, but in an awkward way. <laughs> and like, you know, like, it's like, I don't know. I'm just trying to do the best I can. And that's what we're all pretty much trying to do. But, um, but yeah, it's just like, I think it's, it's nice to, if people can connect with you on a like human level, personal level. Yeah. 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 It's always a bonus. Like the, um, do you, do you follow Gary V? No, I, yeah. I, I see some of the stuff and it, it, it pops up. Like, it pops up. And I've, I've enjoyed it more because of this exact reason is mm -hmm. like he is very, it doesn't always like, uh, like apply to me. Yeah. But he is very personable in an indirect way. I don't know how he does it. He's very, he, a lot of stuff hits to like hits home for me. Uh-huh. Especially like the not having like judge the judger. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, that's applicable to anyone, mm -hmm. you know, especially. Yeah, the I think people. I saw that post of yours. Yeah, it's like it's it's kind of. Well, it's like so, so what I was talking about earlier, like I might not agree with, yeah. you know, who somebody or what some company, but you don't, don't knock them yeah. for, for trying. Yeah. Yeah. And I think uh, there's plenty of negativity Oh, there's so there. much. So it doesn't need, there's, that does not to be, there's no need to add to it, but, um, but I mean, yeah. I'm happy just like carving out my little own niche and living yeah. in it and, yeah. you know, trying to do the best that I can. Totally. With yeah. as little as I can. Yeah. I mean, if, as long as the bills are paid, I mean, honestly, if I can put some money in the savings, yeah. you know, it's like, what else can you really ask for? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not asking for like a Ferrari or some shit, you know, that's, it's not, that's, I mean, I would love one. So if everyone wants to give me one, <laughs> but so you Ferrari know, wants to be a sponsor of this podcast. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, I think it's something nice about the simplicity of just get like, yeah. not getting by, but like, you know, living comfortably. I mean, go back to the influencers though. I think that's like, one of their, it's like a game to them. It's like, what can I get for free? Yeah. I mean, I get hit up all the time about, hey, for send free me bags. Send me bags. Yeah. I'm going to go do this. this, this, this. Yeah, like, yeah. You're going you're gonna to see all this return. And like, A, I don't, <laughs> <laughs> if you go look on their pages, it's like not even related to what I do or yeah. what I make or whatever. I think, I think that's like a, a mass, you know, message. It's yeah. like, just like they work, they work with, 
pretty much anyone that will give them anything. They'll give them money. Yeah. yeah. Like, even if that, but that's the thing. Like they might be getting paid a couple hundred bucks and yeah. they're just trying to make it happen. They're trying to hustle. But then I feel bad on the so, other side because like people have reached out and, you know, and they're like, Hey, we want to work with you. And their yeah. stuff is really good, but yeah, you know, it's, it's such a small operation. I'm just like, Hey, I'm, I'm already covered. You yeah. Know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can't, you just got to do kind of what's best for you. And, uh, especially with the bags that you make or they're not cheap. No. You can't just like throw them out and like, no. it's give them away. Like it's, it's just nothing. like handing away money. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And the returns, like honestly with a lot of that stuff is once again, it's not, it's, it's never not, that good. It's not a huge margin. Yeah. It's not a huge margin or, yeah. you but, know, the deliverables that I get back are not worth it. Yeah. Gotcha. You know? Yeah. I think, um, I think, quality over quantity is where it's direct, where it's heading so um hopefully i'm in the quality aspect you know not so much on the other side of it and that's kind of like why i do all these different things to try to you know offer more you know yeah. uh there's the more you have to offer i think is even with with anything with product with you know some any kind of quality based uh you know, deliverable or yeah. product, whatever. I mean, there's yeah. a bunch of companies out there and like, if they're, you know, if you're sending out, uh, you know, to bad quality products, you know, eventually it'll catch up and yeah, people, I don't know how they can sustain that, you know, Yeah, you can't, you can't anymore. Cool. Well, we're at our, around our limit here. Usually we keep them around an hour. That went fast. Yeah. It does go by really fast. I was a little worried that we wouldn't have that much to, talk about oh yeah it never is that that's yeah. never the case there's always tons to talk about any last words let's like where where can people you know sell yourself a little bit here uh, <laughs> i want to sell myself uh you can go to instagram colfax design works uh you can check us out on www.colfaxdesignworks.com uh yeah that's those two main spots pretty much the two main yeah I'm terrible with like an email list or like Facebook or yeah. There's just too much. Yeah. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot, especially for one person. Yeah. Cause I, I try to do that stuff, but it's like, <laughs> I mean, newsletter didn't go out this morning for the today's podcast. You know? Yeah. You're too busy playing with the dog and drinking coffee. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but yeah. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time to come out. Appreciate you coming. All right. All right, guys. Another episode down stoked to uh have adam come out and talk we've we've been talking about having him uh, do the podcast for a while so now it's done and uh hopefully you guys enjoyed it if you can uh review and rate the podcast and help uh spread the word that'd be awesome i have a uh an idea for a giveaway coming here soon so if you do listen to the podcast you are the only one who's going to know about it because it's at the end of each, it's going to be at the end of, uh, one of these episodes here. And, uh, and if you follow along, uh, until the end and, and thank you again, cause that's awesome. But yeah, till next time. Thanks guys.